The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. What up, what up, everyone? Monday might not be your favorite day of the week, but it's the first day of the week, and we're going to make it do what it do. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, amateur chef, and 10-year defensive lineman, Lee J. Doosable. And you know I got my squad with me. A man that literally knows everyone, 2014 All-Pro cornerback with the Cincinnati Bengals, and one of Westlake High School's greatest athletes, Adam Pac-Man Jones, and a former NFL columnist who is now a producer on I Am Athlete. Carroll City's finest, my guy, Omar Kelly. Fellas, what's up? Carroll City finest. One of them, Santana Moss might have me, and so so would Rick Ross. So I'm like, I'm, <laughs> Rick Ross might have you. <laughs> Rick Ross might have me. Um, you on the list though? That's the only thing that matters, though. Man. Listen, uh, I also want to challenge you, dudes. Uh, yeah. Sunday is the beginning of the week. It's man, it depends on who you're asking. It's the beginning of the work week today. Depending on who you're asking, because I work seven days a week. So I mean, I don't know when the beginning of the week starts. <laughs> I like that answer. Yeah, I don't I don't know when when the beginning of the work week starts. I'm pretty sure Omar been working 24 hours a day with his new gig being the boss on I'm athlete, huh? You're a little low, uh Pac. Speak up a little bit. I said, uh, can y'all hear me now? You hear me now? Turn turn your mic. Turn yourself turn up. Mic. All right. Can y'all hear me now? Absolutely. There, there yeah, goes there that we go. Go. That, man we know. All right. Well, <laughs> what I was saying was at least you on the list, Omar. Did y'all hear me when I said that? What li- no? What, what list? list is that? Of the finest. Oh, 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 yeah, that's big for you. Yeah, like you said, like well, I might be three, but you on the list, bro. Uh, you're right. Technically, and then you're right. also I said, um, shit. You when do your week start? You've been working hard as hell. We've been on tour. Um, <laughs> well, I'm athlete. You've been working twenty four hours a day too. Philadelphia on Thursday, Pat. Yes, sir. Go, go ahead, go ahead and pub, pub it, Omar. Where we got There's some Thursday. tickets available. You can find it on uh, IamAthlete.com. Um, we, we'll continue to give you a little bit more information. Well, uh, City Winery, or you can go to CityWinery.com and find the show Thursday. Start time is at 8 o'clock. Uh, exciting show. We've also got Deshaun Jackson coming through. Okay. Uh, to represent for the Jack. Philadelphia fans. That's big. How'd y'all pull that off? Come on, man. <laughs> on. DJ, a part of the family, man. 
that he is. Oh, yeah. His episode too on I Am Athlete. If you guys have not check, checking that out, make sure you go to I Am Athlete on YouTube. Check out that Deshaun Watson episode. It was great. You know, some real talk between him and the fellas. It's one of the most watched episodes, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Definitely Norman? from this season. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It was a really, really, really dope episode. So you guys definitely want to check that out. But how how your guys' weekend been going? Um, my my weekend was great, man. Um, I stayed here, chill with the kids. Went to a couple of high school football games. Uh, back at it. Now, course, what about you tonight? Omar? Good, man. We we had Kyle Kuzma uh, out at the live show in D.C. We've been trying to chop it up, cut it up, trying to put it out to the masses and the people. So a uh, little bit of work this weekend, but I spent time with the family. Went to the park when I got home. Uh, I went to the park with my daughter, my 19-month-old, okay, and that's, nice. that was the highlight of my week. That's what's up. That's what's Aww. up. He said, Daddy he Omar. said the man with like 10 kids <laughs> in the yeah. house. How, you find time, how do you find time for 10 kids? Because you got to give them how do I not find, time. How do I not find time? Mm, I like that answer. I like that response. <laughs> that, that should be the question. But like you got to give response. all of them individual time, don't you, Pat? Man, they all get their own individual time. But we we all love each other. Like They all know what, what we all working towards as a group in this household. So there's no I and team over here. Like I don't our kids don't think about just they self. Oh, I gotta get that up. No, we don't roll like that. Ain't nothing, ain't, to no, say, I, ain't nothing to be said after that, Pat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We don't roll like that. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and get into the show. Got a really good one. A lot happened this past weekend in sports. So let's dive into this show. Draymond Green apologizes publicly for punching Jordan Poole in the face. But where do the Warriors go from here? We'll discuss that. Adam Pacman Jones Bengals lost a close game to the Ravens. Will this oh be the, my God. <laughs> will this be the norm for them going forward after winning so many close games last year? We'll discuss that. And head referee Jerome Boger ruins, and I mean ruins, another game with a ridiculous rough in the passer penalty with the game on the line. We'll discuss that. But first, Matt Rule has been fired as the Carolina Panthers head coach. Uh, now, Rule, again, has been fired as the coach less than six months um, after Dave, owner David Tepper said it could take five, maybe six years to rebuild an organization. Now, Rule's firing Monday came less than 24 hours after the Panthers lost a 37-15 game to the San Francisco 49ers. You know, this, you know, a couple off seasons ago, off, couple off seasons ago, Rule signed a seven-year, $62 million contract that was given to him in uh, January 2020. Now, Rule is still owed north of $40 million. Now, he was fired with a record of 11 and 27, including this year's start of one of four. Defensive pass coordinator Steve Wilkes was named the interim coach. Now, remember, Wilkes was previously a head coach in the NFL with the Cardinals in 2018 when he posted a 3-13 and record and was just fired after one season. This is owner David Tepper talking about why now as far as firing Matt Rule. Numerous reasons why you make a decision like that. Ultimately, I felt this was a time. I'm the head of the organization, and ultimately, I always bear uh, responsibility. I'm not the people, I'm not the person that makes those decisions. I'm brought into those decisions. Listen, we will find, and we, and we may have, that person right now but i believe we will have that person eventually a lot of time has 
you know, um, past here, we, you know, we have the record we have. And, uh, you know, again, there's different reasons that uh, go into that. I think that there has been progress um, of some sort, but look, we're just not getting over the hump. Um, and uh, we got to get over the hump. Now, a reporter asked David Tepper, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, does he take responsibility for Rule not having a quarterback? And this is what he said. I'm the head of the organization, and ultimately, I always bear uh, responsibility. I'm not the people. I'm not the person that makes those decisions. I'm brought into those decisions. Listen, we will find, and we and we may have that person right now, but I believe we will have that person eventually. Now, remember earlier, Tepper said it could take five to six years to rebuild an organization. So a reporter asked him, what happened to that five, six-year plan you were talking about? This is what he said. A lot of time has, you know, um, passed here. We, you know, we have the record we have. And, uh, you know, again, there's different reasons that uh, go into that. I think that there has been progress um, of some sort. But look, we're just not getting over the hump. Um, and uh, we got to get over the hump. Now, to throw insult to injury, depending on who you talk to, Baker Mayfield will be out at least a couple of weeks with an ankle sprain. A league source told ESPN's Adam Schefter, Mayfield suffered this injury late in the first half of the game this past week versus San Francisco 49ers. Adam Pac-Man Jones, was the firing of Matt Rule right now the right decision for the Panthers? Hell yeah. What kind of question was this? And first of all, the well, owner- I said, all right, let me reword it. Firing him now, only five weeks mm-hmm. into the season, was that the right decision? I was think it? it's, I think it's the right decision because he got the he got fired for making decisions with quarterbacks. Trust, this is my. I think I, I he he don't have four different quarterbacks four different years. You telling me that he he ain't got one guy that he can stick with for two years? Who who, who Pat, which, which, which of these quarterbacks those guys you sticking with on your team? Thank you. You, y'all missing what I'm saying, bro. If, no, if, we're not if it, missing what you're saying. <laughs> if it was that bad, why didn't you draft one? Okay, is he the GM? They didn't remember they didn't have so draft you capital. Me, you, you telling me with all this money he, he that shot you just point. said that he got paid that he don't have no say so, bro. Yeah, if he's not the GM, he don't got to say so in the picks. You know, listen. Right, so you gonna act like you gonna sit here and tell me you don't know that GMs have more control over the roster than head coaches. Some do, yeah, some do. Some Most do. do. <laughs> well, he would have fired the GM, don't you think? Listen, he was he the man might. in power. He was a man. Yeah, he was. Well, he <laughs> said he said he got the guy in the building. So what sense does that make? That's what they, they always might have say, him Pat. in the building. That's what they always say, Pat. <laughs> what else they Listen, supposed to say? <laughs> yeah. Um. Here, here's my issue. One, y- y'all know because y'all played when a team is not responding to a coach. It's just it's time. It's time to cut the cord. And I don't know specifically because I wasn't covering that team or following that team closely. But everybody knew coming into the season, Matt Rule was the number one coach on the hot seat. He was the number one coach. Everybody's looking towards to get fired that season. Um, And surprise, surprise. uh, (laughs) He got he's been fired this season, whether it was Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Cam Newton, um, P.J. Tucker. PJ Walker. PJ Walker. PJ Walker is actually undefeated as a starter as a Carolina Panther. 
Okay. Well, I mean, he's going to be starting this Sunday's game, so maybe maybe he is the answer. But no matter what, they never had an answer at quarterback. And Matt Rule, they did draft some quarterbacks, but it was never the right quarterback, never mm. the franchise quarterback. And I think that that's lesson number one. If you're going to take over an organization, especially as an offensive guru, a QB whisperer, you better go find your quarterback. It can't be the quarterback that you get from the, the, the dollar store or the, the the quickie mart, or you know, or or or, or Costco, or the, the Airbnb quarterback. Yeah, you can't you can't just you can't just get an Airbnb quarterback and think it's it's gonna be call it home. So listen, <sighs> hold, on. Him, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, dude. What you call it? That's Omar no, that's saying my, he called Baker Mayfield an Airbnb quarterback. Oh my god, that was a good one. He had me he had me crying when he said that. Listen, he never had a permanent solution. Yeah. He never had a quarterback, and he never chose a quarterback. And yeah. if there's a lesson that you take from the Matt Rule experience as a head coach, you better pick a quarterback and invest in them. Because if you don't, you just you, you, your, your clock is ticking a lot faster than 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 because we we have no patience for this. Like Sam Darnold, I knew Sam Darnold was going to be a failure. Yeah, that was, I don't. The GM should be fired for even making that trade. I don't even I, put that on on the coach. I put that on the GM. And I knew Baker Mayfield was going to be a failure. Everybody yeah. in the world knew that. But this is this is my thing, right? And you said, Omar, like if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a chance. But just look at the timeline from when he, you know, was made the head coach. Um, 2020, I, I've got to go back and look and see what their draft capital was and who came out that year. Not sure it was a really good qu draft quarterback class. 21 was the class, right? Well, supposedly right now it's it's up in the air because we don't know if Trevor Lawrence or Zach Wilson or Fields or mm -hmm. Davis Mills or any of these guys are actually the guys, but that was the quarterback class that everybody was kind of after, right? Trey Lance. Um, we saw 49ers do everything in their power to trade up. That, that year, Carolina actually did try to trade up. They just didn't have enough draft capital to move like the San Francisco 49ers did to get into that top three or top five to get a quarterback, right? Last year, wasn't a really good quarterback class. And they took Matt Carell in the third round, but he got hurt. So they never even got to see him really throughout training camp. So mm -hmm. yeah, it sucks if you're Matt Rule. And I understand what, what you guys are saying as far as guys buying into the team, but you can have guys buy in or not buy in. But if you don't have anybody behind the center, it really doesn't matter. You have no chance of having success in the NFL. And honestly, he got rolled a bad dice because it like the year he came in, there wasn't really a good quarterback class in 2020 and 21 when he wanted to get a quarterback, they tried like they, I remember hold doing on, during on, that drive process, them trying, trying to trade up and get a quarterback, but nobody that everybody that was in the top five was going to take a quarterback. They're so not going to give, give up a spot. Timeout. They know, they know timeout. That's the facts. I'm going to have to call a timeout on you. I'm looking it up in 2020 draft. That was the year that we had Joe Burrow Tua. And Justin Herbert, taking yeah, but they, they could have traded up to okay, get those guys. Let me let me let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Then we got Jordan Love taken in the later rounds, and then we <laughs> you have said Jordan Love. Are you serious? I, I, okay, I'm just mentioning these quarterbacks, and maybe with a little investment in Jordan Love, you would oh, have the God. end result that you want. But then you know who what quarterback was taken in the second round? Jalen Hurts, who is mm. happens to be one of the best quarterbacks mm. in the NFL right now. Statistically. Yeah, right now. But what uh, was right, the question? Okay. What was the question mark on him last year and the year before? Did, be honest. Did he not lead a team to the playoffs last oh, year? He he nine and eight. Okay. <laughs> did, did he lead a team to the playoffs? Did he or lead? Not, so did Jimmy G lead him to the playoffs? Dude, it don't matter about, trash? 
But it really don't matter about the record as long as you go to the playoffs. You've never have how many playoffs you've been to, dude? Only one. You're right. <laughs> Listen, he led a team to the playoffs, and despite what everybody wants to say, and I'm included in that. Despite yeah, the questions are. of him, you and everybody into, else said that. <laughs> despite the questions of Jalen Hurts coming into this season, this second round quarterback is right now has the best team in the NFL, has yeah. one of the top offenses in the NFL, is a dual threat quarterback, and he's got the he, and he's he's winning. Yeah, but it's so, funny what happens when you put pieces around your quarterback, right? It's funny how that works, right? <laughs> I, I, I won't question Carolina's weaponry. I think they've got. Two good receivers. They got yeah, but again, at, at in that draft, nobody was saying that Jalen Hurts was a first round pick, right? The issues with we saw with it his rookie year in the second year. What do you always say, Omar? Takes about to that third year, right? Yeah, right. That's when we started seeing. You said you want to see two and take that next step. So maybe they thought maybe in three years he still, or maybe Matt Rule was like, I don't have three years, and clearly he didn't have three years, Omar Kelly, to wait around. The man got fired before his third year. So what if he takes Jalen Hurts and he played like he did the first two years in Carolina? That man might have been fired last year. Matt, Matt Rule was making decisions like he was waiting to get fired and waiting right. to get his game. He was waiting contract. like he's a dude that got $62 million coming to him regardless. Right. Yeah. He, he was, <laughs> the guy was guaranteed to lose 13 games a year, y'all. Come on. <laughs> guaranteed? Well, that first year with Teddy, didn't they go around 500? No. I think they he did. Only, yeah. No, he only won eleven games this whole time he's been there. Yeah, that's because the last, the last year they were horrible, and this year they only got one win. Okay, but that, so that adds it up. I'm saying I think they won like seven or eight games that first year. I'm gonna tell you in a minute. Yeah, let, let us know, Omar. Can I look that up real quick in 2020? Because I honestly thought they they pulled the plug on Teddy but Bridgewater a little too early. I so. I agree with you, but obviously they saw things that they weren't comfortable with because they chose Sam Darnold over Teddy Bridgewater. That, which that, to the me, the GM was a, needs to be fired for yeah, that. And to me and, was, and Joe, my guy Joe, uh, the, the the GM for the Jets, Big Joe. Teddy Got a third round pick for Sam Darnold, so he fleeced him. <laughs> yeah, Teddy Bridgewater was four and eleven as a starter for the Carolina Panthers. Good lord, good yeah. lord, lord, good lord, four and eleven. Lord, lord how many games? But how many games did they win that year? Um, obviously, not obviously many. four. <laughs> four, oh, no, four and eleven. That's, there's still two games missing. Uh, yeah. Um, let me give me a second. Give me a second. Dang, for some reason, I thought Teddy. Uh, you sure that wasn't the um, no, the Broncos they were year? Five, they were they were five and eleven that season. Five Good and eleven. Lord. I was right again. Yeah, it was. It's, it's tough. Yeah, it was time. Guaranteed to lose twelve to thirteen games a year. You said it. This is I am athlete tonight. I'm your host Lee J Doosbull with my guys Omar Kelly and Adam Pacman Jones, and we're discussing Matt Rule being fired as the Carolina Panthers coach in the middle of the season. This kind of segues to another question right now you know i've been adamant about this like nfl teams need to stop hiring college coaches because it does not mm. work let's look at the college to pros failure rate let's just throw some coaches out there that made the transition leaving college and coming to the pros urban meyer that was a colossal failure a, a whole failure <laughs> nick saban lasted two years he should have left after one Steve Spurrier floundered in his tenure in Washington. Bobby Petrino was definitely tragic in Atlanta. Butch Davis flopped in Cleveland. And now Matt Rule. Adam Pacman Jones, I know why it fails. But I want to hear your reasoning on why college coaches don't seem to have a lot of success in the NFL. Because you, the, the communication part is a whole, it's different from 
being in college and being in the pros. When I'm in the pros, you can say, you can coach me, you can teach me, but you can't talk to me a certain kind of way. Mm. You get Respect what I'm saying? Respect is a word that is getting thrown out there. Yeah, you can coach, mm. but you have no room for attitude when you're coaching me as a pro unless it's coming from a good place. Um, and that's the biggest thing with the college coaches that's come coming to the NFL. They don't know how to treat the players. They just think mm. it's, it's the same way. Like, you're going, we got to work hard. We got to grind, 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 grind. And it's not the same thing. It's a different season. It's a longer season. And um, guys just demand more respect in, in the NFL, I would say. I, absolutely. I'd have to piggyback on what Pac-Man is saying. Um, in the NFL, usually the majority of time, there are probably about 20 players who are making more than you as a head coach mm. um, who have more cachet in that city than you do. Um, you might be the new offensive mastermind, the new guru, the new genius, but you've proven nothing in the NFL. And as, as, as we've seen so far, even Nick Saban's decision-making was flawed. When he took over the Miami Dolphins, he selected all these SEC talents overlooking a ton of better players in the draft because he was familiar with that talent. That's not the right approach to take. Um, he selected a bad quarterback. You, you look at, uh, you know, Bobby Petrino's failure in, in Atlanta. That came down to him struggling to have personal relationships with his players. Nobody liked him. Um, so and then, goodness gracious, let's bring Urban Meyer into this. Urban Meyer is a <laughs> legendary coach on the college ranks, but he didn't want to work hard enough to be a successful coach in the NFL. And that was obvious to his players. That was obvious to his coaches. And so it didn't last longer than the season. And so, you forgot Chip Kelly. Oh, you know what? I wouldn't put Chip Kelly down as a failure. Um, and here's the reason I don't think, why. I don't think our teammate would agree with you on that. Which which team? Oh, oh Pat, Shady uh, Shady McCoy. Shady McCoy. <laughs> uh, you, you know what? Chip Kelly had a level of success in the NFL. And um, I what think success his, he had. Chip Kelly. Let, let me look it up. You I'm might want to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did go to one playoff game with Foles. Yeah, I mean, come on. Chip Kelly went to a playoff game. But that wasn't game. his oh, team. That team was already constructed. Okay, he was twenty eight and thirty five as a head coach in the NFL. That's, that's probably that's that probably one bad. of the top that records for a college coach. That ain't that ain't bad. That that's ain't. probably one. That's probably a that's probably a top record for a college coach yeah, coming to the league. Over here talking like yeah. this man is a, a colossal failure. Like that, that ain't bad. Now he did inherit a very good organization. Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> they was a ready made team, and I, I am glad he is having success at UCLA because. For a while, it looked like it was bleak over there, but he got them boys humming at UCLA. That man right went now. ten and six, two straight seasons before That's going good. six and nine and getting whacked. Now, yes, he floundered in in San Francisco, two and fourteen, but that yeah. that was a. I mean, come on, replacing uh, you know that was a rebuilding organization. Yeah, um, but that's that's why you, you go in there to rebuild it, right? That's what you're supposed to do. He came into a many uh, a made ready situation in Philadelphia, so. Uh, to pick it back on what you guys said, right? The reason why a lot of these coaches have an issue or have issue having success before we get to break in the NFL ranks is because, you know, they're used to micromanaging everything, right? Mm -hmm. um, LaShawn Shady McCoy told us a perfect example of Chip Kelly right here on I Am Athlete tonight. He said he wanted each one of his players to wear like this wrist thing that kind of monitored their sleep patterns, right? 
now we we know Omar Kelly and Pac-Man Jones. That just didn't monitor your sleep pattern. It probably had a you know a tracking device to let oh, you yeah. know if he was out in the streets or not. And that's one thing you can't do in the NFL. Dolphins These had, are grown Dolphins men. That too. You cannot Dolphins. you cannot control me once I leave no, this building. They want to know who it, they want. I, I I covered the Dolphins when they were doing that too. Everybody was so technologically driven back in nineteen. Let me tell you the exact year. And they had these watches that came out. The Dolphins had them, too. And they were basically checking and stitching on players that you were at the bed at your respectable time as opposed to playing Xbox all night yeah. Um, but, and, yeah. and, and ha- had appropriate rest and sleep. Nobody, that was back in 2014, 2015. I remember that because players were like, I ain't wearing this because the watch was snitching on them. Yeah. But um, getting back getting back to the story, like, again, I'm a grown man. To your, your point, Omar and Adam Pac-Man Jones, a lot of these players make more than you, right? You're not going to micromanage them. You're not going to talk any type of way to them. Because, again, these are grown men feeding their own family, right? You got kids. You talk to them like that. You don't talk to me like your kid because I'm not your kid. And when I leave this facility, I'm going to do what I want away from this facility. You're not going to micromanage every second of my life like you do a college kid because that's not how it goes down in the NFL. And I think a lot of those coaches have an issue with that because they're so used to doing something for so many years that the dynamic changes once they come to the NFL. So I have been pleading with owners and I don't understand why you would try to holler, hire a college coach to coach grown men, right? That makes no sense. Uh, are there a few that we've seen Pete Carroll has had success, but there's not many. He's the exception, not the rule. And he came Again, from the NFL. Stop. Yeah, exactly. Again, stop hiring college coaches. It doesn't work. Hello, friends. This is Jordan Schusterman from Baseball Barbacast, a SiriusXM podcast. If you missed our last episode, we talked about baseball. We love baseball. The Phillies never have a plan. They're writing their essay the night before it's due. And the Braves have been doing like an hour of work on the class project every day for a month. And to me, that's the contrast. Don't miss new episodes of Baseball Barbacast almost every weekday throughout the postseason on the SiriusXM app, available with all of our trials and popular plans or wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guys, Omar Kelly and Adam Pacman Jones, and Ron Rivera, the head coach of the Washington Commanders, said he had no regrets about trading for quarterback Carson Wentz, adding that now they need to keep building around him. Well, Omar Kelly and Adam Pacman Jones, that's interesting because this is what Ron Rivera had to say the difference between his one and four commanders and the rest of the NFC East teams who are now 401 or better. This is what Ron Rivera said. The Giants, you know, they're up to a faster start. The Eagles, the Cowboys, you know, they've kind of all been rebuilding too the last couple of years, and it seems like they're farther ahead. Why do you think the teams in the division are farther ahead at this point? Quarterback. Quarterback. That's interesting that he said it was the quarterback. That's the main difference because you were comfortable trading for him and saying you need to build around him. But it, it sounded like later on in that interview, Ron Rivera kind of second guessed what he said or realized what he said, because this is what he said about his, his quarterback, Carson Wentz. No, I got no regrets about that quarterback. I think our quarterback has done some good things. There's been a couple of games that he struggled, but you look at his numbers from yesterday, he was okay. You look at his numbers he's had throughout the year. There was a time he was, very solid, and then um, un- you know we had the unfortunate Philadelphia game, and he struggled a little bit in the Dallas game. But the way he performed yesterday, it just shows you what he's capable of. And don't backpedal now, Coach Rivera. Tell us how you feel and say it with your chest, because when the reporter asked you what the main difference between the rest of the teams in the NFCs that are four one and your team that is one and four, you simply said quarterback. Now a player that you well was he talking for- about Baker Mayfield? Well, no, he's talking about he's talking about Carson Wentz, but we'll get back to it, Pac. The, the interesting is, Pac. Interesting thing is, Pac, that one of his former quarterbacks that played for him, Alex Smith, was asked to comment about what Ron Rivera said about Carson Wentz, and this is what he said on Monday Night Countdown. He said, "I had a really hard time watching that, talking about watching Ron Rivera talk about Carson Wentz." He said, "When I heard it, I couldn't believe it." He said, "I'm not here to defend Carson Wentz, but this is a defensive head coach talking about Ron Rivera." That's absolutely driving the bus over his quarterback. What do you think about those comments, Omar Kelly? He was driving the bus over his quarterback, a quarterback who has been questioned and for playing poor football, who a quarterback who's been dumped by two organizations in two years. And right now he's got uh, the Washington commanders off to a slow start. So he's... Re- uh, no, no, they're not off to a slow start. <laughs> Again, Alex Smith said it perfectly, right? This is a defensive-minded head coach, has a defensive background, right? They, you know, brought you in here to, you know, change the culture around. They did. He made the playoffs his first year, right? But if you look at it as a whole, this defense the last year and a half has not performed well. I mean, the Lions put up 36 on them, and the Lions do have an explosive offense. Um, the Eagles, 
24 yeah. to 8. You couldn't get anything going on offense. Cowboys put up 25 with backup Cooper Rush, who, again, I like Cooper Rush, but we saw Sunday what he truly is, essentially, right? That team is led by the run game and the defense. Um, Sunday, this past Sunday, your quarterback throws for 350, Omar, and two touchdowns. And your, your defense doesn't get enough stops to win the game. Now, they held the Titans to 21 points. But in cert- certain times, you got to play above and beyond to help elevate your quarterback. And now Carson Wentz is a veteran, but you can't just put that all on the quarterback as far as them. My thing is, and we talked about this on the show too, Antonio Gibson, what is the beef with him? Why aren't you playing him more? Like Brian Robinson, again, l- great story. I'm glad he's, he was all right. Was almost robbed by two people, shot in the leg, returned. And before the season, they were going to start Brian Robinson, but – Antonio Gibson, the last two years, has ran for over a thousand yards. And for some reason, you have an issue with this player. So it's it's making me believe he's got an issue with players on the offensive side for some reason. Now, this is the only coach to essentially, you know, back that bus up on his quarterback. We saw it just this past Thursday night with Nathaniel Hackett, right? Right. And the press conference, what did he say? I got the okay, which is a question mark. Why are you getting okay from anybody? You're the head coach. You're supposed to make the decision. We know you hired a game time manager but he shouldn't be making those calls. You're the head coach. The team hired you to make the call, not somebody else, right? They, they all then, have those game managers. But, but then strategically, this is what he said, Omar Ke- Kelly. You know, I wanted to, I decided to put the ball in Russell Wilson's hands. So, well, we revert back to week one of the season versus the Seattle Seahawks. What was the big controversy, right? That he didn't put the ball in Russell Wilson's hands, decided to kick a field goal. So that's twice now we've seen coaches, you know, pull, you know, back the truck up or bus up on their players. And at this point, some of these players need to start calling out these coaches if that's what we're doing. What you think, Pac? <laughs> yeah, um, but I'm, I'm, the only thing I want to say is I think Will Jack played a big part. <laughs> <laughs> you got, bro, what is, again, every week I ask Adam Pac Win Jones, what is his beef with William Jackson? And every week, Omar Kelly, he refuses to tell us what it hey. is. <laughs> Hey, he, he, all that offense they've been doing, he is the reason why they've been losing as far as the defense-wise. <laughs> oh, like my. What is all, this man's beef? All of those games. <laughs> I mean, Ryan Tannehill only threw for 180. That can't be all on, on, on Jack, man. Oh, you about this week. I'm not talking about this week. This oh, week, you okay. know. Uh, uh, not this week. Go to last like week. The cow, like the Cowboys go, week? Yeah, go the week before that. <laughs> the Eagles go the week, week before that. <laughs> the Lions week. Go the week before that. Well, they beat Jacksonville the week before that. He, he still almost gave it up. <laughs> What's wrong with this man? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, we gonna have to find out what is this Will Jackson beef about. I definitely um, want to find it out. We should we, we should invite Will Jack and, and Pac Man on I Am Athlete to see. Yes, uh, <laughs> we should. We should get it out in the open, Omar. Hey, yeah, get those beefs out of the open. Um, Ron Rivera, and I find this very interesting. He's only had three winning seasons. Now they were tremendously big. Hold on, in his career? In his career, yes, he's had no way. He's had a twelve-year career as a head coach. He's had three winning seasons. Now twelve and four in two thousand thirteen. He went fifteen and one in two thousand and fifteen, and then in two thousand and seventeen he went eleven and five. Every other season he's had a losing record, and that includes the year that he took this went to the playoffs. Yeah, there was a losing record. (laughs) They had a losing record. So. But wow. so overall, he's that. got a ninety-one and eighty-four record as a head coach. Now, a lot of that Damn. is on the back. So how back do, how do you, how do you have that many listen, only that many 
amount of every because every season he's seven and nine, seven and eight, uh, uh, seven and nine, seven you. and nine, you know, seven and ten. So, so he, he muddle around uh, mediocrity is what you say. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he hasn't had <laughs> any any major colossal failures as a, as a head coach, you know, one of those rebuilding years. But every season it's been mediocrity to greatness. And, and you know, unfortunately, um, he's a 60 year old gentleman. And I and I'm I'm a Ron Rivera fan. But as as I said in the first segment, you don't get the quarterback. You don't, don't have matter. a chance. It don't matter. And, 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 you know, I'm, I'm not shy about saying I'm not a big Carson Wentz believer. Haven't been for a while. Um, there's a reason why teams keep giving up on him, why teams keep quitting on him. And it certainly seems like the Washington Commanders is about to do the same thing. Well, I know we talked about this Friday and Friday show because Thursday night football game was so bad. With this Ron Rivera comment coming out, you know, they might they might be up against it this Thursday when the Bears play the, the commanders because Carson Wentz, if I'm quarterback, oh, oh, that's how you feel about me. That's how you did, feel. Maybe he did this to motivate him, to challenge him. You want to change the narrative. We all said coming in. Carson might shit. go out there and throw the game on purpose. You want to be disrespectful, coach? Uh, <laughs> and, and get pulled. Who's the backup in Washington? Let me Money still you. guaranteed. Don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tyler Heineke is still there. I think he's still there, but yeah, I just I thought I thought this is. was crazy. I like this is one of the the last coaches I would have thought this would have ever came out of his mouth because you hear everybody talk about Ron Rivera, they love him, like they yeah. truly love him. So like, I thought it was interesting, and, and maybe, this is maybe body language saying, when he said it too was like maybe he's saying what he knows the team wants him to say or the team believes because I I I don't follow that team closely enough to to look at that game and, and be able to analyze Carson Wentz's play. I might, I might need to considering they're, they're going to be, well, I'm trying to tell you he had his best game of the year this past Sunday. So I thought it was interesting for him to come and say that when that man threw for over 350 yards and two touchdowns, that's when you wanted to say it was on him. That was the wrong game. Now, again, big time moments. That's been Carson Wentz's issue. Um, you know, goal to goal situation. They had three opportunities. The first pass, uh, he throws it away. It was almost picked off. It was a terrible throwaway. Second play, really tight coverage. Receiver doesn't catch it, but also it was tight coverage. Third play, he throws an interception with the game on the line. So I get it maybe from that standpoint, he's pissed off. But again, your quarterback gotta throws for 350. You're not supposed to lose the game. Got to execute in the red zone. You do. And that's been the issue with the Colts, the Broncos, and a lot of the Raiders, a lot of other teams that have terrible records the Bengals, right now. Well, we ain't got a terrible record, but the Bengals. Uh, y'all don't have a terrible Is it a losing yeah. record? What? Huh? 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 This is I am athlete One tonight. Game. I am your host. Lee <laughs> with my Do guy, you have a Adam Pac-Man Jones. Oh, and Omar Kelly. Matter of fact, that was a perfect segue. Appreciate the alley-oop, Adam Pac-Man Jones, because we're going to talk about your Bengals Right now, who lost last night, 19-17 oh versus the Ravens. Now, Justin Tucker, that's a bad man. Kicked a 43-yard field goal on the final play to lift the Ravens over the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, Tucker also made a 58-yard kick earlier in the game in the third quarter. And even the Ravens, and even when the Ravens fell behind 17-16 to to Joe Burrow, one-yard sneak to give them the lead, 17-16, to with almost two le- minutes left on the clock, we knew that if Lamar Jackson got anywhere near that 50, Justin Tucker was going to have an opportunity to win this game. He's one of the most clutchest kickers in NFL history. He is 17 for 17 
in his career on attempts in the final minute of regulation. That is an absurd number, Omar Kelly. 17 of 17 in his career on attempts in the final minute of regulation. Talk about the clutch gene. Adam Pac-Man Jones, let's talk about your Bengals. Um, I've been on record and told you that I don't think the Bengals make the playoffs this year. Now, with all these close losses, does it concern you with them going forward? Because last year they won those close games. Bro, we are one game (laughs) behind of first place. Why are you panicking and shit talking about, oh, we're not. Oh, I ain't panicking. I'm just letting you know what I told you in the beginning of the year. I know, but you are wrong. You (laughs) are wrong. You are wrong. I won them games last year. You're losing them this year. Can I say something? All Tell right. your side. Tell can you your speak? Side. Can I? Yeah. yeah. Can I speak? <laughs> First of all, this is a robbery game on the road. All right. What? Oh, hold on. I gotta can cut I get you off. Hold, hold on. on. Let me get through. Let me get through. You right was quick. talking so much Let, trash. How y'all I, beat them down on. last year? We did. We did. We did. We beat their <laughs> ass both times last year. You did. But this game, guess what? Guess who got hurt? Your boy T Higgins. All right, so that changed the whole dynamic <laughs> of the fucking game. Now y'all keep talking like they were. So Bengals ain't got no injuries. What? The Bengals ain't got no injuries. You mean the Ravens? The Ravens. The Ravens, the Ravens got no plenty injuries. Well, I'm just saying they didn't have their number one receiver, right. Rashad Bateman. Don't make, don't make excuses, Pac Man. Your team, your team is two me, and three. If you let me get through, which is cool. <laughs> Tell my side. We gonna be okay, Omar. You need to worry about your damn dolphins. Just dolphins <laughs> are as hell. My boys hey. the, beat the brakes on the boys. And you, <laughs> and you know what we did to your dolphins. Oh, All right, man, you knocked our quarterback out of the game. Oh now you. Oh oh. One yeah, nobody else hurt on the other team. He calling you dirty. Hold on, what he just hit me? One nobody else hey, hurt. And we team? and we still in the fourth. We were still in the fourth quarter game. All right, but just, let me get back to you, dudes. Uh-oh. Only thing I'm saying is. We had a chance to win this game or at least take it into overtime. That's all right. I'm saying. You know, we don't kick the field goal right there. Boom. Then we don't get the uh the fourth down on the other one. So the game could have went a whole whole a whole different way. Yeah. Y'all sitting here like what uh, fucking Lamar Jackson had a field day or something, bro. No, nah, he and that's but that's what concerns you, right? Because he actually didn't play all that well and they still came you away with why? the win. You know why? Because we have one of the best defensive coordinators. And Lou Amarola. Oh my God! You're and a Rumo. And a Rumo. And a Rumo. He's one of the best to me because he know how to adapt to set in the second half. Um, I, I know we're not going to be all right, those bro. three wide open receivers Lamar Jackson missed for touchdowns. Yeah, who, who problem is that? that well, if, if Lou and the Romo so good, why dudes wide open? I don't know. <laughs> that, that, that player's making mistakes. That's probably was on the player because the player didn't let, have his man. That's yeah. not Lou's fault. That's why I asked you, does it concern you? Because, like, again, when you guys were in these situations last year, Evan mm-hmm. McPherson would win the game for you. Now it seems you guys are losing these close games. Does How many that... fourth quarter games y'all going to lose this year? Uh, is this the quarter? They won is them it, all is... last year, but this year they're struggling to win them. Bro, are, I, I, we going to make playoffs? Are, are the Dolphins going to make playoffs? No. Oh. I'm just saying. You, Who you, is you, your team? Dude. You know who my team is. We should have beat y'all. We didn't go uh, blitz out. Yeah, you already know. Oh, we man, three and two, number y'all... five in the division hey, right now. You just feel because me? the teams that we support are trash, that does not mean your Super Bowl contending Bengals get a, get get off the hook. Like you, uh, you, you are losing you four about. quarter games. <laughs> but you, 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 
Play that line for me one more time. I don't give a what you talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen. So you don't you don't, you don't give a fuck about losing fourth quarter games? Say it one more time. <laughs> I don't give a what you talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we got we gotta get the break, but again, I, I put it out there on record pack. I don't think your your squad is gonna make the playoffs. Y'all not finished. One more pass. time. <laughs> I don't give a what you talking about. I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete Tonight weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Sirius XM channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA tonight trial to start your free trial today. Sirius XM podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean Every time. Because messes happen. Because... Oh, the charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed.